Listener Production. For those who like their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, 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 the week-long celebrations for Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast one-year anniversary continue. And today, you can probably already hear it. You can take get a sense of it. This is a no-Zoom Matt and Alex podcast for the first time ever. Hello, team! Oh, my gosh, we're all in the same room. Can you believe it for the first time in a year? Um, the introductions were interesting. Bron, we, there was no hug? We Well, we did discuss this yesterday. <laughs> I said... Oh, what should we do? I know you're not into, you know, the hugging at the moment. <laughs> you know. You know. I di- and you were like, oh, you reluctantly said, I'll give you a light hug. A light want. hug. <laughs> so, so I thought, you, I just, well, I'll just leave it up to you. And you did nothing, so I did nothing. Oh, well, wow. and then, then me and Marsha, complete opposite, okay? So, Big hugs. Well, we, well, they did all three. <laughs> Matt offered a fist bump. I went for a handshake and then we went, Ah, screw it. The, yeah, then we swapped. Then we did the, oh, okay, so I'll do the fist bump. Then he was doing that. Yeah, and then and then we ended up hugging. So Well, there you go. Good times. Um, but, and then, you know, it's great to be in the room with you as well, Alex, Alex Dyson. Well, nice to see you again, my friend. Uh, the physical awkwardness hopefully doesn't continue into this today, so you get all the best, freshest content for all your audio needs uh, prior to... If you're listening to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast tomorrow, you'll be hearing a lot of cheering and whooping, and it won't just be Marshy and Bron. It'll be... 120 people having a uh, right old time at our birthday party, Matt. All crammed into Comedy Republic to celebrate. Absolutely cannot wait. There might be a couple of special guests joining us tomorrow. There might be a few performances that, uh, you know, you'll you'll get to see or hear if you're listening in. I had a uh, chat to Luke, our food and bev manager, and Mm. I said, what can we do? We might have a few mimosas popping around for that breakfast vibe. And I made sure to tell him, Matt, to keep the volume in the bar at a reasonable level (laughs) (laughs) so we could have a talk to everyone afterwards without yelling at them. And I appreciate that. And so will a lot of people, I'm sure, who have got in touch with us about our noise complaints segment yesterday. Uh, We're also going to be diving into the fridge, chatting leftovers. You've got a story that you want to talk about, Alex Dyson? Oh, mate. Get ready for this. If you're wondering why I'm a little bit smelly right now, I'll tell you why in a moment. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. So I'm locked out of my bathroom. Oh, (laughs) no. I worried about this just recently, okay, because Sophia has just reached an age Mm. where she can reach the bathroom door. Now, this is awful for many reasons, one of which... Absolutely no privacy anymore. You cannot sit on the throne in peace and play a bit of Angry Birds. No, no, think about it. Literally, you'll just be there for your few minutes of solo time, right? And then she'll walk in and say, What are you doing? And then just point and say, I want to see. And it's like, No, you don't want (laughs) to see. Trust me, you don't want to see. (laughs) <laughs> oh, man, few people do. And I wish buddy Mona Museum uh, took that into account when they set up some mirrors in one of their bathrooms. You do not want to see. Well, didn't you grow up with a, with a mirror across from your toilet? Oh, yeah. well, yeah. My dad put up this. It was like a fries chocolate mirror with writing on it. And you just looked at your face the oh, whole time. Oh, at least your face. Okay. That's yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't like I was, had one of those reflective ones you look over <laughs> trenches with. No, it was... Um, yeah, not the other winking eye. Anyways. Um. <laughs> right. But anyway, I well, I feel like a child because I have been child locked out of my own bathroom. Mm. Whatever is in there, the lock, hit by a towel, accidentally hit it, and then I, out of the door, it gets shut, and then I'm, out, I'm just, locked out. You can't do it with a knife? 
I literally came here and Paul, the building manager, is in my house trying to fix it right now. Oh, no. That's that's pretty terrifying. Um, when do you think, I mean, have you have you used the sort of sinks here? Kitchen sink? Bit of the old... I actually, like literally before I came in, went and bought a toothbrush and toothpaste and... <laughs> Really? Out, out of the bathrooms before I brushed my teeth. <laughs> yes. Um, Where are you going to have a shower? Um, well, maybe in the, I'll just go for, swim in the pool. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Yarra's looking pretty... Um, pretty <laughs> just, you want to do that. But, sparkling. What, what you want to do when you're going to be going along and, um, you know, meeting 120 people who come and listen to your podcast, what you want to do, as well as having a rat's tongue dripping from your fringe is to stink like the Yarra. <laughs> that's, that's the ideal first impression. I want to be making, but no, hopefully that gets fixed up. But it's not the only lock trouble I've had this week. Oh, no. Why? What else is happening? So I was in Brisbane for this um, show, staying in a hotel. Ooh, might go down the pool, right? Oh, yeah. Have a little swim. That's good, good, good. And I see the um, door for the sauna and steam room, which is in the... Men's change rooms. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go check this out. All right. So wander in, have a look. Yep. Steam room there. A little bit sweaty. It's, it's smelled a little bit like, you know, when washing. Like you do at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Like when you leave washing in the washing machine, but you don't dry it. It just yep. sits there. It was a little bit of that smell, but very warm and lovely. Um, sauna was good. I'm like, okay, that's good. But my stuff was still outside in the pool area. So I'm like, oh, I'll bring it in so no one steals it or whatever. Go to go out. You need your key. To get back into the pool area. Where Who were you came staying, up with this? Were you staying in Milton? No, in the city. Okay. <laughs> Why? I, well, I just feel like I've been burned before by that whole between the sauna and the pool thing. Who goes for a swim and keeps their keys in their pants? <laughs> and then goes, walks to the change room. What? So what, what was so I was locked in these change rooms. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do because, but the amazing thing was there was a back door, all right, a back door that goes out towards the gym. So I could go out in, just in my shorts, dripping wet. Through the gym. I could go through the gym, back to the elevators, but I'd need the key to get back into the pool area. So I'd just be there. I could go back to my room and knock on the door and hope I was there. I could go down to reception. Oh, no. So I'm, seat, I'm standing there going, I don't know what to do here. Sweaty shirtless man. Dripping uh, coming out of the sauna, yeah. yeah, walking past people going, hey, I'll spot you. Please don't <laughs> kind of vibes. Sure. I don't know what to do. Thank goodness suddenly I hear a flush, an employee comes out of the toilet. He's heard me like walking around, knocking, like testing Thank doors. Someone's, someone's a sweaty shirtless man is waiting for me outside my toilet break. You're worse than Sophia. <laughs> And I opened the door and said, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see my friends and family again. Can you please let me out of here? So um, I'm out. I'm finally here and we're ready to go, Matt. Have you have you been locked locked anywhere? Um, no, but I have been gone without a shower and bathroom for several days doing the Inca Trail. Oh. And uh, I refuse to use the use the amenities on the trip. And I tell you what, four days in, I cracked. Uh, you put an ST on the front of that, the stinker trail. <laughs> okay. Oh, we apologise to. Uh, what a what to, a to day to be in the same room as me, Matt. What a day to be in the same room as me. It's anyway, so airtight in here as well. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, Alex Dyson, I'm certainly getting older. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. 
Um, not just because I now suddenly think that cooked fruit is a suitable dessert, but because... <laughs> Honestly, uh, yeah. t- 10 years yeah. ago, if you'd handed me some poached pear, <laughs> you'd be bloody walking back to the kitchen with it firmly placed somewhere that would make that walk difficult, okay? But now I'm bloody, I'm like, oh, this is scrumptious. <laughs> let me let me guess. You're popping custard on that, aren't yeah, you, as well? of course. Yeah. Yeah, just wouldn't mind a sip of port afterwards. Suddenly, <laughs> rhubarb's entering the diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I'm finding venues too loud all the time. I don't understand who likes loud venues. Yeah, you found it difficult to talk to your friends the other night. You brought it up on the show and people have got in touch because noise complaints are an issue that divides people. That's their nature of it. Yeah, yeah so <clears throat> we have a few here. Skrillzy, at Skrillzy says, uh, just on the topic of things that are too loud, and this is, you know, a little bit directed at us, so I'm happy to cop this one. Uh, you can't tell me you haven't noticed the high-pitched piercing whistle of the kettle you guys play on your show between segments. That's loud. P.S. Love you guys. Uh, well, okay, let's have a listen to this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's yeah. annoying, but it's not loud. Like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's piercing. Yeah, it's, it's a piercing, piercing sound. But it's... You know, it's supposed to wake you up, keep you alert, you know, so that's why we put that there. Yeah. What What should we have instead? What, what do you reckon would be better? Well, imagine if a, if a kettle on a on a stove just, just you know, hummed nice tunes to you. I it mean, needs to be unsettling to get you to realise that something's <laughs> boiling on the stove. It is 100 degrees here. Yeah. <laughs> Come and get me. <laughs> uh, we also got a message from Adam saying, nothing infuriated me more when you're happily watching a TV show and then the ads come on and all of a sudden it's 10 times louder and they're screaming at me to buy something. Just make it the same volume. Rant Dog would have a field day with this. Now, I've had a chat to him and he's very unhappy with the uh, ads coming on. Rant Dog. Yeah. But but also I think that just extends to all ads in general because they are all terrible. Although there's not enough yelling ads anymore. You know, remember the good old days? Just like, (laughs) Charles, get down of my house. (laughs) Yeah. He's got to go. Yeah, Clint's Crazy Bargains yeah. I remember was one of those. Um, the ad that's weeding me out at the moment is those two women selling mattresses, like having a dig at Jerry Harvey. No, no, Mr. Harvey, oh. you think you're... <laughs> have I you seen that? I have seen that. It must be a Melbourne uh, thing. Anyway, maybe, maybe I'll, you've I'll seen it. I'll keep my eyes peeled. No, I'm pretty sure I saw it in Brisbane. Like, oh, anyway. well, I, I haven't watched it. Over here. Uh, but we've also got Paige from Ballarat joining us. G'day, Paige. Hello. Um, very nice to be chatting to you. I mean, I've got a bit of a rat on the front of my head at the moment, uh, getting ready for our big live show. How's the rat where you are? It's very nice today, actually. Quite sunny. Excellent. Oh, it's beautiful. And um, and what what was your noise complaint? A bit embarrassing, but I stand by it. So it was my 21st birthday and I had a few people around, had a bit of family and had a party when I still lived at my parents. And it, the night wound up and I ended up going to bed and my partner was with me and my parents just, they did not get the memo and they were playing their music in the backyard as loud as possible, no regard for anybody else, no regard for the neighbours, just blasting it. And I turned to my partner and I was like, I'm going to call the police, I'm going to put in a noise complaint. <laughs> and he was like, you cannot do this. And I said, oh, it's anonymous, they won't know. And he goes... They asked for your details, and I said, "No, nah, I just tell them I won't. I, I'll just tell them I live next door." You would genuinely. Like, 
I was going to do it. I was ready. Wait, you're going to noise complete your own house, your own party? Yep. Yep, I'd had enough. I couldn't. I could not listen to Copperhead Road anymore. Oh, I say Copperhead Road, the poached pair of songs. <laughs> I don't I even know do that it. song. I um, couldn't do it. And so, did they? Did they? Did you give them a stern wording after the, when they woke oh, up tomorrow, the next no, day? No, it was that that same night. I'd marched out there a few times and said, "Seriously, turn it down." Even to the point where I'd just gone and turned it down, and then I'd go to bed and think it was quiet, and then he'd just turn. My dad would just turn it back up, and I was like, oh, no, "Copperhead Road." <laughs> And I lost, and my partner was just like, "You cannot call the police on your parents." And I, I even to this day, he's like, "You were going to do it," and I said, "I would. I would stand by it." Wow, that's it. Well, I, I had someone walk, a neighbour walk into my house, turn off the CD player, and walk out. <laughs> I didn't oh, know God. them. I just walked in, turned off the music and left. Oh, probably could have paid a neighbour to do wow. that. Wow. But, I mean, look, your parents had got, were celebrating that they made it to your 21st, you know. That I they... think that's what, that, what's, what sucks about it. It's like, thank goodness our, our job is done. Let's party. Exactly. <laughs> Any excuse. <laughs> oh, well, that's uh, that's hilarious, Paige. Thank you so much for getting in touch and uh, here's to having uh, a much quieter next birthday. Yes, thank you. And happy <laughs> birthday to you guys too. Oh, thank Ooh, you. We'll thank catch you, you later. Bye. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, you're a foodie. I love food. I hosted a cooking show. Um, <laughs> shortcuts to glory. <laughs> That's what it's called. No, I hate that no. That pause was not edited. No, no. I'm going to say that hey, pause was not edited. It's only because my mind went to how not to behave. <laughs> okay. And I was like, wait, what does that have to do with food? And I couldn't remember what the other one I'd hosted was. Shortcuts right, to right glory. Now, tell me. What is your daughter's name? <laughs> Sophia. Partner's Sophia name. Sophia Chueokine. Belinda. Yeah, okay. All right. You're all, you're all good, mate. You're all good. But um, what do you what do you like about it? What are the what are the great things about food? Do you know? I used to be pretty basic when it came to food, man. Mm. I used to be I because you know I never really cooked growing mm-hmm. up. Certainly as a teenager, it wasn't until I moved out someone gifted me a secondhand barbecue, Ooh. and. Uh, Hopefully. And it was used all right. That's the best way to shop for barbecues these days. You do not want to be going to barbecue stores. And that's all Around I'll say. New South Wales. Exactly. Yeah, um, hey, he did all the right things. Checking that's true. in, all that stuff. Very much. Um, now, I I got gifted by this this secondhand barbecue, and it was so secondhand. Literally everything that I cooked on there came out jet black, like wet, sopping with some sort of grease. But... <laughs> yeah. I remember buying a Women's Weekly seafood cookbook magazine from the um, from the news agency, and I because I wanted to cook um, my girlfriend at the time a meal. Right, so <laughs> what I later learned was called a meal. <laughs> no, well, I never really. That, I just ate snacks. Well, I don't ever eaten like I don't ever really cooked like tuna cheese toasted sandwiches. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd never, I hadn't really cooked a whole meal before. <laughs> 21 years old. Anyway, I, I, I cooked and mm. I was like, the world is my oyster. Mm-hmm. I can cook whatever I want. Suddenly I'm whipping everything up on this barbecue. Marinated chicken drumsticks, mm. bit of halloumi, right? Salads, barbecued prawns, 
Mwah, loving it. And so suddenly my palate opened up like a, like an really? old bottle of wine. Well, that must mean you'd be interested in a food that is um, quick, you know, easy. Oh, you're speaking my language. Delicious mm-hmm. and is one of the best foods you can eat for the planet. Mm-hmm. I'm talking insects. All right, I'm talking, nomming down on a tasty little cricket. Okay, okay. you know what? Fried? Yes, mm. I think I could do that quite mm. easily. I mean, you think about prawns, you know, those little, those little baby prawns, I'll yeah. eat the whole thing, yeah. right? Nice fried. Crickets of the sea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm talking locusts, a yeah. luscious locust. I'm talking having a snack on a silkworm chrysalis. That's, okay, that seems... Diving beetles. Sure. Do they... Cicadas. <clears throat> I've, you know what? Cicadas, I reckon they would taste like a good potato skin. Because all of them are available currently in the world's first insect vending machine. You're wow. Popping down to the insect vendo happening in Japan, who are always ahead of the game when yes. it comes to vending machines. But um, yeah, you can get all of those things. They're bottled refrigerators, and the prices range from 600 to 1,000 yen, about oh. five to nine dollars. Are they refrigerated? I don't think I could eat a cold, <laughs> soggy cicada. Like, it would have to be piping hot, fresh out of the oil. <laughs> For sure. But you're right. We should be eating more. We should be eating more insects. Well, it's... High in protein, apparently. Well, the company, the art studio Wow, claims that the buggy tidbits taste like they've been freshly fried if heated up. It will expand its insects offerings beyond the bottle lineup in the near future. So thank you, Japan's national daily newspaper, the main itchy, for uh, providing us with this story. But, um... How about that? Oh, I'm, I'm into it. I like the idea. What do you, what do you reckon a bit of uh, baked tarantula for uh, breakfast? You could do it. I did sample a bit of that in Cambodia. Did at you one try point some at the spider? Yeah, I tried a little bit of spider. What did you think? Uh, a little bit hairy for mine. <laughs> Eating a little bit too much hair. <laughs> but I did dodge the thorax. I uh, thought that could be a little bit too creamy. But um, yeah, apparently like as far as, you know, the carbon emissions of animals go... Yep. Eaten in insects, you get the, you know, nutrients to weight ratio very, very high. So if you are cruising through Japan, I don't know, maybe you're an Australian Olympian going to the Olympics there and you need that little bit of extra protein to help you get gold <laughs> or even a silverfish. That's an, that's an insect, isn't it? <laughs> That'll get you over the line. I remember I found out I had nits once because I thought, I was, I was like, oh, what's this? I can feel crawling in my hair and I picked it out and I was like, Oh, that looks like a little silverfish. That's weird. I wonder how that got in there. And then it was like it's the person next to me in class was like, oh. I was like, oh, it is a bit weird that a random silverfish would just end up. And my head has been extremely itchy. <laughs> <laughs> well, go along so to the old um, number two. I just Michi dunk my no head in. Conchu and, um, you know, just donate a little bit of you your You mean snacks. I opened up a restaurant before I knew it? This is incredible. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. <laughs> You are what you eat, what you are. (laughs) Well, this is a surprise. A Thursday leftovers. What? Yeah, you know, usually when you're about to go away on a little holiday uh, (laughs) and you realise that the house is going to be empty for the weekend, you got to kind of... Get rid of everything in the fridge. I tell you what, I wish I'd done that before going to bloody Brisbane. It's uh, got home. Oh, 
mean, oh, those, you, those roast carrots had grown a little bit of extra <laughs> extra sauce. You should have seen how mad Belle was with me when I um she'd like she'd taken out all the rubbish and stuff for when we were going away on a two week trip, um, and I just not thinking about it had just had a cheeky Nando's, <laughs> and just I just wasn't thinking about it. Put it in the bin we, without we, a bin bag. No, well, with a bin bag, but still leave. Two weeks later, come back. <laughs> Man. Oh, boy, oh, Some boy. flies had enjoyed those leftovers, I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, we are giving you a few of the <laughs> topics that we've covered this week because tomorrow you're going to be hearing our massive live show from Comedy Republic. And so uh, we're not going to be getting to the leftovers there. So what a perfect day to do it here, Matt O'Kine. Yeah, so exciting. Look, uh, we've got Nat, um, Nat Mac 89 got in touch and said... This is about Star Wars. Oh, look, and Nat, don't bother with messages like this, honestly. (laughs) Mate. No, don't bother. Nat's hitting you pretty hard. There is is not a lowercase letter in this (laughs) message. Just don't bother. You think you're the first person, Nat, to tell me that I have to watch Star Wars? My rant to Matt, why do you refuse to watch Star Wars? Why? It is only one of the greatest movie series ever made. Get with the times, Matt. I dare you to watch Star Wars, but you won't. You are scared because you might actually enjoy it. No, do you know why I'm not going to watch Star Wars, Matt? It's because of people like you, okay? (laughs) Trying to somehow guilt me into it. (laughs) <laughs> trying to coerce it. Get out of here, Nat. You've we, just you've just put another two years on my <laughs> on my Star Wars watching. Uh, Marley has uh, got in touch regarding wardrobe malfunctions, saying uh, Marley got left behind in Monaco at the Monaco Palace on my Kentucky tour because I took too long to re-zip my jumpsuit in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then she said the person that unzipped me didn't wait for me. Oh. Uh, if you do, and you don't have to unzip people, you don't have to unzip, but I feel you've got to stick around for the zip up <laughs> if you're helping with the unzip. You've got uh, yeah, you got a zipper on your hands there. Hey, uh, Nick Guala says, Brickman chat, I feel you, Alex. He is the best. I love how invested he is in, in all the models and participants. So yes, you've got Nick. another stand there. Josh as well, 100% agree with everything you said about Brickman. True gentleman and dead set legend. That is so, so good to hear. Um, we've um, got Jacinta on the phone. Hi. Hey, Jacinta, you, you, you got in touch about wardrobe malfunctions. Yeah, I did. Um, it's been about 10 years ago, so early 20s. Um, and it very well could have started at your old um, stomping ground at the RE for sure. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, Hit me. One of those ones. Yeah. So started um, very much a few drinks in. My sandal came undone, so the top came unattached to the bottom of it, so I had, like, the duck mouth going. Um, <laughs> oh, sure. the- <laughs> Wait, so the, the, the front of your f- foot was sort of flapping off like a duck's mouth? Yes. Okay. Exactly yep. right. So tripping over everything. Went up to the bar, hey, guys, broke my shoe. Do you have anything I can fix it with? Do you have a stapler? And they just kind of looked at me funny, gave me a stapler. That What? Really? Work. They looked at you funny because you wanted to fix your shoe with a stapler? Yes, Matthew. <laughs> um, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> okay. Well, well I'm not no, surprised. No, I think the, the weird <laughs> – they shouldn't look weird. Amongst the weirdest things to ever be said across the bar at the Regatta Hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah so think. that's probably a standard Tuesday, I'd say. <laughs> um, okay, so what did they give you instead? So then they're like, oh, we've got some electrical tape. I was like, oh, that'll work. So then I was thinking, well, we'll just strap the two bottom pieces together. But um, my friend was like, well, why don't we just tape – 
the shoe to your foot. And of course, I'm <laughs> several beers deep and went, great idea. So we just got the silver electrical tape and wrapped the shoe probably about halfway down my foot to my, up to my toes and just strapped the sandal to my foot. With the electrical um, tape, the old tradies moon boot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Treat. I was sticking to everything but continued the rest of the night for hours in my, in my silver shoe. And if anyone asked me about it, I was like, well, my shoe broke, so what else did you expect me to do? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> very well handled in that situation, Jacinta. We you, appreciate it. And, um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers, thanks, guys. Bye. And as well as with our leftovers, not only do we get messages, not only do we love um, hearing you on calls, but we do love getting your voice messages at matt.n.alex. Anytime that you hear something that you can relate to, hit us up. Um, and this particular voice message is from Denny. Uh, at Denny Frank Mango, and this is all about the Raya dating app we spoke about yesterday. Hey crew, my mate who will, will remain nameless, she actually found Lewis Capaldi on Tinder. <laughs> my proper verified profile and everything, and I just think that is the funniest thing in the entire world. Lewis Capaldi, the king of the sad boys on Tinder. How good. He would have some excellent chat. I saw a Graham Norton interview with Lewis Capaldi the other day, and he is so funny. He's, He's awesome. Great. Oh man, Love we that should too. try and get we should try and get get on Tinder and swipe with Lewis so he can come on the show. <laughs> come and be a yeah. guest on our show, Lewis. Do an interview as well. And um, there is one final message that I'd like to read out to you right now. And that is from Paul, my building manager. It's just a photo of my bathroom door open. We did it! Yes! We did it! You will stink no more. I will be back for a shower before our big live show. So uh, make sure you're tuning in tomorrow to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We're going to be live with the good people of Melbourne who managed to nab a ticket. And I cannot wait to celebrate one year of this podcast with you. And then... Hit it up next week. It's year number two. Let's do it. The sophomore year. This the difficult second album, Matt O'Kine. Yeah, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure, and we cannot wait to uh, to party with you. Join us tomorrow for all the celebrations. This is Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. I'll tell the bar staff to keep some electrical tape behind the bar as well. <laughs> Got to be prepared. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.